The Spin-Off Podcast Network. NAIR is public interest journalism funded through New Zealand On Air. No mai, haere mai, whakatau mai rā, he kōnei pūrangi tēnei, e pāna ki te ao Māori me te ao hurihuri. I'm Leonie Hayden, this is a podcast about being Māori in the modern world. Welcome to NAIR. On this week's episode, we're talking about moana, our seas and our oceans. Now, you might be curious to know why, when there's so much news going on in the world, or even in this country, why we're doing an episode about something so vast. Well, while the ocean may be deep and wide, our relationship as Māori to it is actually quite personal. We trace our whakapapa to Ranginui, our sky father, Papatuanuku, the land and Wainui Atia, the waters, or you might also know her as Hinemoana. And they're not resources to us in the extractive sense, and they're certainly not borders, although they've been turned into both of those things by imperialism. And so we find ourselves at climate conferences like COP26 in Glasgow, which is still ongoing this week, where our leaders are negotiating how not to kill the moana and her peoples. Like, guess who could have shown you how not to do that? Māori people, indigenous people, everywhere. Um, And I urge you to find the podcast Planet B on Navarra Media. It's a relatively new climate podcast from the UK, but their latest episode features Tina Ngata, Ngati Poro. She's an incredible community leader down there. And she's talking about exactly that, how imperialism and colonialism have screwed the planet, that there is no solution until we reckon with that, and how our relational worldviews as Indigenous people can literally save the planet, but everyone else got to listen to us for a change. She's totally mind-blowing, so smart, so, you know, go have a listen, put her in charge of all the things. Our relationship to te taiao, to our natural world, ranginui, papatuanuku, all of our atua, these are things that we need to draw strength from now more than ever, even if it's just to take time for ourselves to be near water or find ways to feed our families or to talk to our neighbours, whatever your relationship to water is. I wrote an essay earlier this year about becoming a swimmer for the first time and discovering this new form of um, physical exercise that really resonates with my wairua as well. But it stemmed from this lifelong obsession with being in water, with swimming in the sea and jumping in the awa. And writing that, I began reading more about Wainui Atea or Hinemoana, um, who is the embodiment of the sea, and, and she's the parent of so many of our kaimoana. And I really did feel like I had discovered the name of someone I had known my whole life, but never been properly introduced to, and not really having any access to knowledge holders around our oceanic atua. I only really knew about Tangaroa and Kiwa. Our ocean that connects all of our people is Moana Nui Kiwa, and the colonisers call her the Pacific Ocean. And Hene Moana is talked about as Kiwa's wife, and also as um, Ranginui's first wife, and so she's in competition with Papatuanuku, she erodes Papatuanuku's shores. And I have to say I balk a little bit when anyone is only talked about as someone else's wife in real life and in our pūrāko. And I know that there's more to her than that, and I really hope to meet a knowledge holder who can tell me more. Um, if you're out there, please get in touch. 
Um, but she really does call to us and it is built into us in like an evolutionary sense. We all have um, something called the mammalian diving response, which is a physiological response that turns on when our head is submerged in cold water and our heart rate slows right down. And this is why splashing your face with cold water calms you down. And a few years back when I was you know, having a tough time and my first instinct was to sort of get in a cold shower. And I know a lot of us have nannies that would make us get under the cold tap if we were a bit hoha. And it sort of occurred to me that we had these little shrines in our houses, these places for ritual that connect us with water, with Wai Māori. And like, yeah, sure, they're for hygiene, but if we're honest, we've all felt cleansed by water in other ways. And I think maybe that's why I enjoyed onsen culture when I visited Japan. It was about the ritual. It was such a meaningful way to spend time with yourself. You know, I watched people spend a full half hour just washing their hair or just washing their feet. And so that's my not very original take is that water is cleansing and calming and spiritual and it's for the individual and for the collective. But it's nice to take time to think deeply about the things we take for granted, especially as it gets warmer. I mean, the weather and also as the climate gets warmer um, and we're also heading to the coast more in the summer and diving season is about to open up. So while we are spending time taking from Hinemoa and Tangaroa, let us be mindful of what we're giving back to. So on that, uh, Te Guru will be talking with today's Manuhiri about the tikanga of that relationship and also about an ancient activity invented by our Mwananuya Kiwa Tupuna hundreds of years ago, as well as all the other ways that we use water. Um, and then I'll be joined by Miriana and Te Guru to yarn about our own connections to the water. We'll be right back after this. Tēnā koutou e whakarongoa tuana kua taumai te uri a tā manuhiri, au e pōhatu a pōrau he tama o te tai rāwhiti he toa e kengaru, a koia te heamana o te kōhanga reo, e whakapau kaha nei ki te poipoi a i tērā tino kaupapa o tātou hei oranga a mō ngā tamariki e reākeana, he pāpa, a he hoatāne, a he tangata ngā kaunui ki ngā tikanga ki te reo, a Rāniera Proctor, Chief, nau mai, kei te aha. Tēnā koe hika o tira... Te iwi e whakarongo mai ana, uh, noku te, te maringa nui, e, e harau i e rā mea, engari koau e rā, e rā taitara, engari uh, he, he tangata horoe uta uta, uh, he tangata whakapai uh, papa, uh, kamutu he, he pononga uh, o waku iwi maha, uh, o te taira whiti, uh, he hua o te, o te whakaro nui o kumātua, uh, Kia uru ki te kōhanga, ki te kura kaupapa, kamatu, kia whaiwahi atu au ki tēnei taonga tāua ko te eke ngaru. Uh, e ora ai au i tēnei ao, uh, uh, hinengaro, uh, wairua, uh, tīnana uh, i a tangaroa i o tāua atua. Nā, kia ora e hika. Nā, kei te kōrero tāua mō te moana, mō te eke ngaru, he tangata moana koe, he tangata eke ngaru hiahai, pērā ai. O, kā hoki ki... Uh, Tuatahi ake, uh, he iwi moana tātou, he iwi moana, he iwi uh, mōhio, uh, mōhio ake nei ki te pānui i te taiau, uh, mūtunga ke mai o te, o te toki, uh, ki, te, ki te kau moana, uh, ki, te, ki te pānui ngā huatanga o te huarere, o te taiau, uh, anō nei he ika i te moana o tāua tipuna, me taku whakaru i ka, tērā pēr i ahu mai tērā i o tāua 
tipuna engari ka fakarwake terapia he he panga a toto nei na ka karuku kina wananga kakite a he uri hoki tata ua na tangaro a iroto inga fakapapa heke mai tata ia ia pautu a na pautu korua te pupuke na rua te pupuke ko manuruhi na manuruhi korua te pukenga ka heke te tata ia ira tangata ia tangaro tomu a mai ia ia a pautu ko ikatere a koira te te tipuna o nga ika maha a no muri mai ko tuterangi wehi wehi a koira te tipuna o nga momo a kakuhu ki te wai ka kaputa hoki te wai nga amphibians a no reira ko tatau a teira tangata nga teina i roto i teira tatau whakapapa engari a e whakapono anau kei reira hoki e tahi momo kurahuna i roto i tō tātou taurahere tātai whakapapa e kō himu ana ki a tātou me hoki ki te moana kei reira te oranga me kia whakamāna wā i te taiau kia noho whakaiti i roto i te nui o te taiau kia tiaki hoki tātou i era taura here whakapapa i wāinga i a tātou te ira tangata me te taiau. Nō reira, tērā, tērā, me ngā, he nui ngā kōrero mo te iwi Māori me te ekengaru. Kua riro pea etahi i roto i ngā tau, nā te āhua o te tāmi, o ngā whakatua nui o te ao, whānui o te ao, a pākeha i a tātou, engari, kei reira tonu etahi, tērā tō tāua tipuna ko kahungunu, he toki ki te ekengaru, nāna te ringa o rongo mai wahine i wikitōria i tētahi whakataitai e kengaru, ka whakataitai a kahungunu rāua ko tamatea takutai, Tamatakutai te tāne o mua, tuatahi o mātāmua o rongo mai wahine, ngari ka pirangi ia ki te rākau rongo nui o tō tāua tipuna o kahungunu. Ka whakataita e ke ngaru rāua ki te kite o māwai te wahine nei. Me taku kite i roto i ngā rangahau mo te taenga atu o ngā mihingare ki konei, he pērā anō. Nā reira, he kaufata rangatiratanga me ki te ekengaru i ona wā, he tukanga e āhei ai te tangata, te piki te heke rānei i te kaufata rangatira. He pērā anō ngā kōrero i Hawaii, ka kia ko te Sport of Kings. Ko etahi wāhi, ko a rāhuitia mo te hunga, mo te whare ariki. Ko enei ngaru, mo ngā mo te whare ariki noa, ko ngā ngaru, ahua kore take nei, mā ngā ware, ngari anō enei ngaru. Me taku whakaroa, kei reina pia, te tahi tauda here i wāinga i ngā iwi o Poronihia. Me rangahau me kimi anō pia, tāua i tērā huarahi hei e pai ai tā tāua rāhui i tētahi wāhi e kengaru mā tāua. 
o kia pono au ke korero pake hoki ai tēnei wahanga ki a rongo ki whanaunga. Some of my uh, uh, friends here in Te Tairawhiti practice localism. Uh, now localism for them is, uh, it's a break that they've surfed uh, uh, from time and memorial uh, for them, which, which is, um, they've just moved here a year ago from Auckland and now they're locals. Uh, and I often question them uh, on their understanding of uh, place and space. E tahi oku whanaunga Māori, he pera anō, ka ki mai ki au, oh, we shouldn't let um, outsiders uh, surf our waves, we, we should practice some some localism. Me taku ki, oh, well, you're not actually from the tribe that's connected to this beach. Uh, you, you, you might be tangata whenua, but you don't have mana whenua. So in, in, in trying to practice tikanga, we're actually undermining our tikanga. Uh, I see the ocean as a, as, as a marae. Ko te, ko, te, ko te moana, te marae o tangaroa, e hara i te wai noa, uh, he rite te, te marae ki te, ki te whakatauri, te, te marae ki te, ki te moana, ah, he tikanga tō te, tō te marae, he tikanga tō te moana, he kawa tōna, he kawa hoki tō te marae no reira. I roto i te whakatauri te, kei te kite atu au i etahi tino āputa pea, I roto i tō tātou mārama ki ngā tikanga, tuatahi, uh, o te marae me te iwi Māori, ka mutu uh, te, te kawe i era tikanga ki te moana, kia Māori anō te titiro ki te moana uh, me ngā haipapa, uh, o te iwi kāenga, te mana whenua uh, ki ona manuhiri, uh, ki ana manuhiri kātahi, ka mutu ki uh, ana Tikanga me tana kawe i aia i roto i tērā horopaki. You know, you wouldn't, you, you, when you think surfing, you don't think Māori. Um, when, when I think surfing, I think, uh, from an outsider's point of view, firstly I think of Kelly Slater, and then I think of uh, Hawaii. Now if you look at those two uh, aspects, Kelly Slater being the epitome of, of capitalism in the surfing world, um, and uh, a, a great champion for the sport, but it's 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 been the absolute. Uh, if there's been cultural appropriation in Polynesia, it's it's surfing. Yeah, you, you, you think of blonde hair, blue eyed uh, surfers. Uh, uh, when you think of surfing, you you wouldn't think of uh, the the rough, almost uh, savage description of uh, the first surfers that we're seeing in Hawaii. Um, so the, there's been a massive cultural appropriation, and then with that, our tikanga uh, that would, we would have applied uh, to practice surfing uh, safely and in our way. Uh, so that's uh, that's definitely a piece of work that needs to be um, yeah explored further. How far uh, te 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 Māori? Ki taua hononga, uh, ki te moana i kōrero koe uh, mo te kauaka he, he momo arawhata, uh, te eke ngaru e, e, e rena rena kia i tērā uh, taura here ki te, ki te moana, a wairua nei, a hinengaro nei. O ko te take i, 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 I tino a, a mimiti te, te, te puna eke ngaru i roto i a tātou ko te, ko te, ko te tahuri ki, ngā, ki, ki te whakapono. Uh, Nate te, te whakapono uh, te eke ngaru i, I tāmi ai. Uh, 
te tangata tuatahi, te, te mihingare tuatahi Taiki Hawaii, te tahiwana mahi tuatahi ko te, ko te, ko te whakakore i ngā huatanga o te ahurea e tūhono ai a te taua ahurea taketake nei a ki ona atua. Nā, ko te ekengaru tētahi, ko te hula tētahi, ko te lei, mau i ngā lei tētahi nā. Ki te whakaaro ake au mena, ko te, ko te whakakore i te taurahere ki te atua, te, te take i, i, i mimiti ai, te mārama ki te tikanga. A, me hoki pea tuatahi ki te, ki te, ki te ruku anō ki o tāua atua, a, me, te, me te rangahau i, i, a, I ngā tikanga, I ngā kōrero, a kamatu he, he waihanga tikanga hou. A, e tahi wā, a, kua, kua, roa, kua, kua, kua roa te taurahere a, e tāwewe ana, te tāia te, te tīpono ano. Ano reira, me, 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 me whakarite tikanga hou mo te, mo te ao hou, mo ngā tamariki o nāia nei. A, te tahi ngā ahuatanga kei te kiteau i roto i tō tāwewe Māori. A, Kaore i te mōhio ki te, ki te, kau, ki te kaukau. I e kēnei ngā, ngā tamariki Māori, te tāia, e rātau te kaukau. Uh, uh, rua rau, toru rau tau ki muri, uh, tō tāua tipuna ko paikea, ka kia ko te toa o te moana. Uh, nō reira, kua, kua heke tātou mai te taumata o te toa o te moana ki te hunga, uh, ka noho ki te mātaki pau ka whakāta noa. Uh, nō reira, a... Uh, he, he, he mahara nui, engari, a kei reira tonu te pito mata nui a, e whai hua ai tātou. A, me taku hoki ki aku kōrero o mua, a kuaua hua nui a, ko, te, ko te taura here ki te, ki te, ki te ao wairua. A iako e noho ana ki tō papa e kengaru, hea hanga momo whakāro, hea hanga momo rautaki rānei ngā mahi a, kei te kawea e koe. Taku nei mōhio, uh, he tangata pānui koe i te taia, nga tēnā uh, whakapua ki era, uh, i tērā puna mātauranga. Mo te taha ki te ekengaru i taku hoki atu he kauwhata rangatiratanga te, te ekengaru, nō reira, ko ngā ngaru uh, tō pai kōrero. Uh, nō reira, ko te whāinga kia, kia nui o, uh, o, o ekenga, uh, kia pai ai tō, tō, tō kōrero. Uh, nā reira, he, he, he maha ngā rautaki e, e whai ngaru ai te tangata. Iau e tamariki ana koina noa te whai ngai ngari i kia pake ke hāre ake au, uh, ka kite au i te koa o etahi atu, uh, i te whai wahi mai o etahi atu ki tēnei ahurea, ah, ka koa hoki au, ka, ka kite hoki au I te, I te koa i etahi atu, ka pērā noa au, nō reira, ko, ko tīmata hoki au te, te whakarite uh, i te line-up, uh, o ngā kaieke kia, 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 kia kai te katoa. Uh, Mehemea ko, 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 ko te moana uh, taku marae, uh, me, me, me manaki uh, aku manuhiri, uh, me tia ki hoki a rātau, uh, me whai wahi rātau ki ngā ngaru. Uh, engari, uh, e tahi wā, uh, he, he mō rea rea tō te moana, he wahi mō rea rea. Uh, e kaua mo te katoa, engari me, 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 me whai pukenga e eke ai te tangata ki e tahi wahi. Nō reira, uh, he mataratanga i roto, 
He atu a pai a tangaroa engari he ngau, he ngau hoki a, ki te kore te tangata e, e whakamana wa i, I taua kaha kei roto i a tangaroa. Nō no reira, ko te, ko, te, ko te noho matāra, me te whakaako i ngā matāra tanga i roto i te pānu i te moana, kia noho haumaru ai te tangata i roto i te moana. Ai, koina. Me te kawe i te whakaiti, yeah, kawe i te whakaiti, um, te hari i te whakaiti. Uh, ko rongo au I te, I, I, I te ngau a tangaroa i roto i, I, I taku kawe i au anō nei ko au te ariki o te moana. Uh, nā re re, he, he, he nui ngā akoranga. Whakarotia uh, uh, te, te reanga taiohi o nae nei, uh, Kaori te tina whakaute ki te ao, ki o raua, o rātau tīpuna, ki o rātau mātua. Hey, it's, it's, an, it's an automatic teacher. It's an immediate, um, there's immediate consequences in the ocean that, are, that, that, are, that, are, that stick with you lifelong and they, they teach you things. It's a, it's a, it's a reset button. Um, mo te tangata, te, te moana. And, um, and in, in lots of different ways, it's, it's taught me lots of things about how to carry myself. Uh, not just as a, uh, a surfer and as, as, as a tangata whenua, but also just about how, how to be a good person. Yeah, and so there's um, lots of learning and, and it's never ending. You can start at five and I know a surfer here that's 82. Um, Irirare, that, um, that surfs every day. And so it's a lifelong sport. Yeah, it keeps, keeps us alive. Those life lessons from the moana being applied on the whenua. Hoia no, uh, tēnei te mihi atu kia koe e hoa. Tūana hei tauira i roto iau mahi. Uh, mo te kohanga reo, mo te kura kaupapa. Uh, me tēnei uh, tō tāua ao Māori, te tairāwhiti nei o tira i te motu whānui. Uh, e nohoana hei kaitiaki i te marae o Tangaroa. Uh, e mihi atuana kia koe i kura mahora i enei uh, mātauranga tukuiho. Uh, me enei uh, mōhio. Kwa, kwa wheakotia e koe Ana reira E mihi atuana kia koe e te rangatira E whaiake nei uh, E te iwi After the break I'll be joined by Leone and Miriana To discuss our relationship with the moana Hoki mai anō I am here with my podcast co-hosts and Johnson. We're going to have a little discussion about our own personal relationships with the water, with the way Māori, with Moana. Kia ora kōroa. Kia ora. Morena, morena. Morena. Pēhe ana kōroa. Pai ana. Kei te ora au. Ai, tino pai. Ahakoa te waipuke, te tairawhiti, kwa tau anō te, te āio, <laughs> kwa māo te ua, kwa māo ake te ua. Yeah, good. Feeling good. Uh, have either of you been in the Moana this week? Oh, Carl. Well, it's been real rough down here on the east coast. Eh? A big, you know, it's been flooding and the, the water's real paru at the moment. Oh. Uh, but managed to go for, yeah, a surf last week, or a couple surfs in the last couple of weeks. So it's, it's warming up, so it's good. I've been down to the Moana. I quite like to go down to Island Bay, which for those of you not in Pōneke is um, directly opposite the South Island, and so I like to stand out there to Mahita home. 
But um, the water's way too cold to get into. No. Yeah. <laughs> I barely even swim in summer in Wellington. Like, I'll probably get in a couple of times a year. <laughs> it but it's stays really hot. down there near. Aye, te no um, so we all come from like quite different parts of the motu um, and you were just saying uh, to Kuru about how it's a bit choppy down there but I mean of all of us you guys on the east coast are sort of like synonymous with your kaimwana and your being in and around the moana like is that just sort of do you grow up on a board and diving and you know being that person when you grow up down there? I actually grew up in Ngotorua. Oh true! Yeah, which was um, you know on the on the edge of the lake though. So I grew up in the water, but we would always make time to uh, go to Maketu and Ohope to surf mm. or try and surf Pukehina, these areas uh, in in Tarawa land, and also yeah, coming down the coast, spend a bit of time in the in the Moana as well. So a bit of a water baby. Always had a relationship with um, the Wai, whether mm. it's uh, fresh water or or salt water. But, uh, yeah, it's mean living back on the coast and, and living that lifestyle of being by the moana and sort of living by the tide and checking the checking the tide or trying to learn how to read it naturally so you kind of know what, what's always happening, trying to get back to that mātauranga, that our tipuna head, mm, one man. sort of one wave at a time. It's, so, it's such a vast body of knowledge as well, eh? It's like you really got to live it to learn it. Yeah, it's, it's every time I go out, I'm always observing. Uh, the taiao. I've probably been doing it since I was a kid uh, growing up, but, you know, naturally observing our, our taiao, like our tipuna would have done. But I think now it's much more intentional. Mm. Um, there's a lot more kōrero around, you know, being, uh, you know, observing our taiao, uh, maramataka kōrero. Are you the guy that's going out there diving for craze in power? Uh, I will be that guy. I will be that guy. <laughs> Inspirational. Um, I've got a, I'm, on, I'm doing a free diving course next week with um, Dion Opodi uh, Akuhata, who is um, Coasty Kids, and that's who I wrote the article. I interviewed him this for this week's article. Uh, he is a pretty legendary free diver here on the coast, and he's sort of um, leading a movement of sustainable uh, kaimoana gathering and and prioritising being safe in the water and just getting back to, yeah, diving without tanks and things like that because, as he says, you know, that uh, just feels more natural. So are you learning to free dive without a tank? Yeah, so he runs a course. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, done, I've done a bit of diving, but I'm not like a pro. There's always, uh, and, you know, if you want to go deeper, you got to, I feel like you got to upskill and, and learn, you know, what's safe and what's not safe. Mm. Um, someone like Dion, he dives up to 20 25 meters which is pretty impressive really wow. like, I think yeah <laughs> there's probably it's probably a minority in Aotearoa who do that but it's such a you know big part of our our culture as Maori and even you know as for anyone living in Aotearoa who are fortunate enough to do that so I really want to explore you know get out of the rock pools <laughs> and um, go a bit deeper and get some kai <laughs> okay I'll stay in the rock pools eh that's where I'm comfortable <laughs> yeah. my favorite thing in like the whole world is just being on the in the low tide and gathering pipi and tua tua. I think that's like the most meditative activity on earth. Maybe mm. aside from swimming itself. But my um my boyfriend who isn't Maori has been perfectly trained that if we're out driving near the coast, if you see Maori in the bay with their pants rolled up, he doesn't even ask anymore. He just pulls over <laughs> and I hop out. <laughs> and I go ask if I can if I can get some too. He knows. Grab a couple. He knows. <laughs> And what, uh, Miriana, did you grow up on the water? 
Yeah, I always grew up around the water. I'm also from the East Coast, the East Coast that no one thinks about, you know, East Coast of Te Waipo Namu. Oh. <laughs> Ngāti Pūrō, you know, you guys claim exclusive domain of the East Coast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've got a, yeah, copyright on that. <laughs> so the family farm is about two kilometres from Marfles Beach, which is just across the Cook Strait. So we would go swimming there, but it was mainly us just being like beaten around by the waves on our boogie boards. <laughs> was it really much swimming? It was pretty rough. <laughs> As you can imagine, you know, straight out into the um, cook straight. But, um, yeah, my um, whanau, we'd always go down to Kaikota um, and get paua, koda, mainly paua. Um, the boys might go deeper and get koda. Because you could, before the earthquake, you could literally, you wouldn't even you'd go waist deep into the water off the rocks and just pick them off. It was that easy. Ooh, um, and then what happened after the earthquake? Well, because the seabed lifted so much, um, basically just wiped out the entire adult population. So only now, about four or five years later, might have been five years, um, has has the stock started to replenish. So it's actually been at Ahui all down the coast for the last few years since the earthquake. Um, But, yeah, just wiped out the entire population. So, yeah, we haven't been um, down there to get power for years now. Gosh. But, um, yeah, it was a real, it was just something we did, did as a whanau. I never thought about it um, as mahinga kai, but obviously that's what it is. And I'm really grateful now that we, or that I had that in my whanau. You know, we were reaffirming our honunga to that place, but without really realising that's what we were doing. Mm. Um, yeah, I wasn't, I never really got in the water, though. I was a bit of a princess. It was my aunties and my granny who were right in there, and my brothers as they got older. Um, I just preferred to sit on the beach, read a book. <laughs> so I always loved being around the moana, but yeah. I'm not much of a water baby. Tangaroa mm. kind of scares me a little. <laughs> it's powerful. I mean... I... Yeah, and especially, you know, particularly in Marple's Beach, it's so rough there. I think I yeah. always had this um, awangawanga about the deep ocean, um, you know, yeah, the deep water and the yeah. wide ocean. Uh, Steven Spielberg's Jaws did not help. <laughs> Honestly, I went from being like a kid that would jump off any wharf or boat to like a two-year period where I couldn't get in deep water because of Jaws. Oh, Steven Spielberg, you owe me. <laughs> I can't say that 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 I've honestly found Jaws hilarious, but I think I was too old when I watched it. Like I wasn't a kid, so. And what does the um the kaitiakitanga of the moana and Wai Māori look like in sort of your respective areas where you are living at the moment, or rather Ngaitahu for you, Mariana, and down on the coast for you, um, Te Kuru? Like, is it is there sort of an active presence of iwi Māori on the land, making sure that people aren't being extractive, aren't taking more than their quota, are looking after water quality, like do you know sort of what protection is going on in your lands? Yeah, so I mean up the coast uh, in Ngāti Pro territory where it's much more isolated and you kind of have to go through uh, small, you know, villages to get to the um, takutai, mm. it's, probably, it's probably easier to monitor for Hokaina, who's going in and out, and there's often Rahui placed, you know, especially around Toho Pākehā or Krihimete around Christmas and, and um, the Pākehā New Year, always Rahui, because that's a time where people are, you know, often off work and, and they might travel 
home or travel to someone else's territory and sort of just over harvest um, kaimoana. So it's quite common. Uh, I mean, there is always there are always people who won't adhere to the rahui that are that are being placed on, but um, I, th- I think generally it's it's pretty good. But there are always some you know some bloody wasters who won't um, follow the rules. Mm. Uh, I've got a cousin who works for MPI. Uh, so him and, and, and an uncle, they're, they're the East Coast, part of the East Coast MPI team. They sort of um, cruise up and down the coast on their boat, checking on people. Um, they've busted a black market of uh, kaimoana right. and trade, which I did a story on for Māori TV a few years ago. They were selling koto as far as uh, the Waikato, you know, chests full of, and a lot of it undersized as well, or, you know, and that's a whole nother corridor. But um, about size limits and things like that. But um, so, yeah, there are different levels of, of protections, if you like. Mm. I think generally most people, I like to think might, might be idealistic that most people down here uh, understand, you know, what what it means to be sustainable or what sustainable harvest is. And if you take too much, um, you know, you're not only ruining it for everyone else, but you're kind of not doing yourself any favours mm. for, for, the, for the future. And then, and I guess the third level of protection or management is um, there are appointed kaitiaki for iwi, and they uh, they have the mana to give permits for customary take, and that's a that's a whole nother kettle of fish as well. Because in some areas it's managed really well, where the kaitiaki appointed kaitiaki are familiar with their rohe or with their um, rohe moana, and they know who's diving and they know who's coming in and out, and they are probably divers themselves. And then there are other areas where those appointed uh, kaitiaki or iwi liaisons who are administering those permits are not familiar with the areas. So there's a, a lot of work to be done in that because they do manage a lot of quota for the area. So, mm. yeah. And then there's the commercial fishers as well. Uh, you know, I mean, there's a story of my coral back in the day who who took a shot at a commercial fisher that got too close uh, to our <laughs> patch. Um, literally, what do you mean so, took a shot? Like, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, um, maybe we won't get into the details. That means that means exactly what you know how it sounds. Just a warning shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's a bit of friction, <laughs> mm. but there's plenty of coastline. But it is getting a lot more crowded these days. That's for sure. Oh. Mm. Yeah, I can't say I know a lot, probably because I um, haven't lived at home for you know, back on my whenua for about seven years now, seven, eight years. So I don't know a lot about um, how quotas managed and, and whether people are following the rules. I mean, as I've said, you know, it's been, you haven't been able to, to go pole diving for, for years now. Um, mm. But what that's actually done, and I did a story about this, um, not the summer, just being the one before, uh, about how it was pushing all of the recreational power divers further north into Port Underwood, which is um, near White Oak, Lenham. Um, so that was having an impact on the stocks there. So I guess that connects to what you're saying to Kuru. I mean, there's this issue with the boundaries, right, and, and ensuring, you know, how do you – well, you stay in your patch, I stay in my patch. How do you enforce that? And I guess that's where that having someone local who's really knowledgeable um, helps. But it's it's that tricky thing. Eh? You, you're never going to be able to stop the cheeky ones coming, grabbing more than they're supposed to. Um, mm. You know, you've just got to trust that people respect the moana, respect the kai moana. And are, I guess as well, it helps if people are from the area. So they're invested in being able to come back. I think it's those drop-ins, mm. eh? the, the holiday divers who... Yeah. You know, they don't have that relationship because they don't live there. So 
they're mm. probably less, I mean, I'm speculating a bit now, but less yeah, um, yeah. invested. No, no, you're right. There are mm. definitely a lot of people that will come down the coast from other areas just to get kaimoana. Mm. And they might not even be, you know, like this idealistic view that I have of everyone having this uh, loving relationship with the moana. They might <laughs> simply have a relationship with kina. Yeah. <laughs> and and they don't, they're not thinking sustainably. And unfortunately, because of um, colonisation or whatever you want to blame it on, a lot of our whānau Māori are like that as well. So it's not just, you know, um, tawiwi who are doing it. And I guess another point when you're talking about take and limits and things like that is um, Dion, who I interviewed gave a good quarter or he sort of said so his father was a commercial diver and so that's how he kind of learned growing up and then he's a, a commercial free diver and also does these courses so he can only take what he can get while he's holding his breath that's how he describes it and he said oh i might just drop a few kinna off i'll never get 50 because 50 kinna per person eh? that's the limit it's a lot per so if person. you go out on a boat yeah if you go out on a boat with four people I think you're supposed to have four people in the water, but, you know, people don't do that. They'll chuck on extra people on the boat just to get another 50. Mm. So he says, oh, I don't get 50 because that's more than I need to feed my whānau, my small whānau. I'll drop off some kinna to the old man, he says, and the old man will go, oh, is that it? Like, well, I know you could have got some more. And he'll say, no, that's all you need for the week. Like, you know, I'll, I'll bring you some more next week or, or later on. So... It's just changing our mindset, I think, because a lot of people probably, and that's usually the people who aren't living, you know, going into the moana weekly or, or, you know, regularly, then they take as much as they can while they're there. So mm. there's a lot of mahi for us to try and decolonize our relationship with the moana and get back to that sustainable way of living and management, taking yeah. that responsibility that our, that our tipuna would have had. True, because mm. eh? there's so much pride in that idea of um, I will provide for you a feast for, you know, my manuhiri or my whānau or whoever, I, you know, I will rise up out of the ocean with more koda and kina than you have ever seen. <laughs> and that's, you know, how I will manaki you. But, um, yeah, you make a great point about, you know, just taking what you need to eat. While we're talking about moana and kaimoana, what are your guys' favourite uh, delicacies? I mean, I will eat all of a koda from top to tail, and suck on those legs until <laughs> it loses its colour. Yep. But my like yep. most controversial uh, kaimoana take is I love uh, kind of like cooked in cream and like fettuccine. Mm. <laughs> it's so bougie. bougie. I love it. Bougie I know, it's so bougie. I love it fresh. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. But um, I just think it's so yum with like garlic and cream and pasta. It's too bougie. Do you drink the poha from the kina? Yeah. What about you, Miriana? Oh, well, it's got to be koda. Kotoku tenno kaimoana. Same. I actually had, um, last summer, um, a whānau friend made koda dip. And when it, they first put it in front of me, I was like, oh, you can't do that. Like, you can't waste good <laughs> crayfish in a dip. It was phenomenal. It was really good. So I want to try and make that. Um, but, yeah, got to be coda. I'm the same with you, Leonie. Like, I'll suck on the legs. I will just, like, pull every morsel of, like, flesh out of it. So good. All you need is a little bit of cracked pepper, bit of lemon. Mwah, beautiful. I love it. All right. Yeah, I'm not – I mean, coda's it for me, eh? Power, I'm so-so. What about you, Kodo? I can't understand that. Power is so-so. Power to me <laughs> is the, the creme de la creme, you know. It is the it is the most – for me, the most sought after and – if it was back in the day, the most fought after, I, would, I reckon. True. Uh, kai moana. And I like so it with, good. yeah, I like it thinly sliced in a pan with a little bit of garlic and a bit of Ooh. butter. And yeah, just like that's good. You're killing me. You're killing yeah. me. 
I think because we always had power patties and like I reckon like like the way you've like steaks <laughs> like little steaks yeah. they would be yum like okay. those rubbery power patties that you get at the takeaways <laughs> like oh yeah power fritter like oh <laughs> I think just growing up inland and just not having power it's just this you know this wonderful world of flavor that you never really engaged with <laughs> only on the on the one-offs. So. I love how your yeah. eyes are sparkling while you're talking about power. It's delightful. I'm getting excited for summer. Yeah. See, I was spoiled, so I just had it all the time. Here I am, like, yeah, oh, it's that's, okay. That's <laughs> enough. Yeah. Should we move on, eh? No. <laughs> oh, this conversation has made me so hungry. <laughs> yeah, hard. I can't understand, firstly, because I don't like kinna. <laughs> so I'm like, what do you need 50 kinna for? But also, like, what do you freeze them? You can't eat 50 kinder. Would someone eat that in a week, you know? Because it'd get gross, and I wouldn't want a frozen kinder. I need to know more. <laughs> the longer they sit, the, the nicer they get, eh? So. True. <laughs> I could eat 20, I reckon. <laughs> you could. Yeah. There's two types of Māori, eh? There's Māori who love kinder. And it's divisive. I reckon you either love it or you hate it. Right. There's no one who's like, oh, kinder's all right. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's like anything really though, and, and and I'll get some haters for making these comments, but um, you know, it's it's a bit of it's a bit of gluttony. Like, you, there's no individual that needs to sit and eat fifty kina mm-hmm. in a aye, day. Aye. We, we do it because we can or whatever. But um, providing for a, a marae event or tangihanga or you know, dare I say it, a birthday, um, those are different events. Mm. But I still feel like there's a little bit of overkill sometimes, mm. and we just need to be a bit more mindful of. I mean, sometimes it's if there's if the kinder are overpopulating an area, then it's all good. Mm. It's all good to take, and you can see if there's a lot of kinder in the area, then then by all means, I think um, a lot of divers will understand it's all good because it's replenishing there. And Dion talked about um, he dives in, you know, he dives deeper areas because he knows that that's sustainable. Whereas a lot of other people are in the more shallow, you know, the rock pools and the the five to ten meter areas. So he goes a little bit deeper because he knows that that's going to be sustainable mm. for that area Calder mm. makes sense uh, this is all um, something for us to keep in mind as we head into the holiday period take care of the moana take care of the kai moana take only what you need if it's not your rohe ask permission do not take undersized kai moana and certainly do not sell it on a black market Uh, That is all we've got time for uh, this week. Thank you to my co-host, Kuru and Mariana. Uh, Thank you to our guest, Raniera. Uh, To our producer, Te Aiheb Kiaure Hoa. And you will hear us again in two weeks' time. We're coming at you fortnightly. Uh, So in the meantime, check out our weekly net features written by Te Kuru that are featuring on thespinoff.co.nz. Follow us on Instagram at net te ao Māori podcast. And we'll see you soon. Hei akone. is public interest journalism funded through New Zealand On Air and brought to you by the Spinoff Podcast Network. It was hosted and researched by Leonie Hayden with Te Kuru Jews and Mediana Johnson. Nair was produced by Te Aihe Butler with senior production from Jane Yee and project management from Mark Kelleher. Kia ora e te iwi, Te Aihe Butler here, podcast manager at the Spinoff. If you enjoy listening to our podcasts, consider supporting our mahi by signing up to become a spin-off member at thespinoff.co.nz slash donate. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.